I'm Kim. And we like to talk about spooky, haunted places. Sometimes we talk about true crime. Sometimes we talk about ghosts that appear due to true crime. Sometimes we talk about my cat's butt. We do, and sometimes her cat likes to poop in the tub. But, you know, (laughs) we never can control the topics that come up when we talk about haunted, spooky things. Maybe cryptoids. Maybe... You know, the cat. You never know. It's really a wild card every time. Speaking speaking of, she, she knew we were talking about her, so she just hopped up next to me. Uh-oh, I hope she doesn't poop on the computer. She's not done that yet? You Fingers know, crossed? You never know. There's a first time for everything. That's not with that idea in her head. <laughs> true, 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 true. But it is the month of February. It is indeed. It is the month of Lerv. As most people say for the Valentine's Day slash day. Do they? Uh, you know, commercialism. Love? That's Lerve. how they say it? No, I say that. That's just me. my entire life. I love you. No, I can't. I can't. I, I, I hate myself too much just even saying that once. Nope, not going to do it. So clearly Kim is against my uh, verbiage, but that's fine. <laughs> the season of love, if you will. Is that better? Awesome. Okay. So the season of love. Having said that, a lot of people take, you know, that topic to like the Valentine's massacre type vibes, or they talk about like some like Romeo and Juliet shit where people kill themselves and it's all dark and what have you. But because we are who we are, (laughs) we chose this topic to be Love is dead. But love I mean, is dead. I feel that way anyway. <laughs> sure. But that's like your understanding of that before I describe what we're going to be talking about is very different than what we're actually going to be talking about. Love so is dead. Kim brought some really awesome information. We're going to skip the ghost story for this episode just because we actually both brought information for this topic. So we're going to split the episode between the two of us. So it'll be really juicy. But Kim, what did you research? Well, we, as as Gabby mentioned, we're looking at doing something a little bit different uh, in celebration of Valentine's Day. Both for those of you who are big fans of love and for those with cold dead hearts like myself who say down with love um (laughs) the idea of marrying someone who is dead is actually not a foreign concept we have discovered and there are a number of countries with varying degrees of this in france there is something called necrogrammy Ooh, wait, is it like a Grammy of a dead person? <laughs> that I feel like, I mean, I feel like anymore the Grammys are just kind of a bunch of dead people. It's like the, the Dundies from The Office. It's like the Dundies, yeah. No, every, but I, I keep thinking like Necro Grammy, like, oh, I'm your Grammy. Hey. <laughs> Another take on it. Another take on it. Well, because they're closer to death. So, uh, but no, Necro Grammy, it, it literally means marrying someone who is deceased. And it's legal and apparently quite common. Uh, They have in France about 100 requests a year. Wow. Right? Wait, hold on. You have to request to marry someone that's dead? 
You have to get special permission. And who gives this permission, per se? So initially, the president. Oh my god, I want to be the president of France. And it all came about. So uh, the, the, the whole concept of it actually dates back to uh, Napoleonic times. And it was mostly used for soldiers, which makes that makes sense, you know, like your sweetheart, you haven't married him yet. They went off to war, they die. Um, but they still want to marry them after they died. But they still want to marry him. And in some cases, like you've got again, you've got the whole idea of legitimacy. Like, let's say, okay, your sweetheart's going off to war, so you want to have a little bump chick about wow, but you're not married. But you're dead. No, 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 no. Okay, so like, hi. I'm a soldier. Nice to meet you. Hi. And <laughs> lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet sir. you too. And I decide, hey, you're pretty cool. We should get married. But also, I have to go to war, so I don't have time for this. But I still want to get me some hot loving. Okay. Right? You with okay. me? Yeah, I got, I'm following. So you have some hot loving. You got, you've put a ring on it, but you haven't made it official. You go off to war, and pff, you're dead. So what happens when one person has relations with another person? What can happen? Pregnancy. So you're you're engaged to this person, you have sex with this person, you become pregnant, they die, but you have their baby. So one reason it used to be something uh, people would do is is to legitimize a child. Because that was a lot bigger deal back in the day. I see. They care more. I got it. I followed. Sorry. Continue. All right. But... December 2nd of 1959, there was uh, the Melpasset. I probably said that wrong. I apologize to any of our French listeners. The Melpasset dam broke in Fréjus, which is that I know I said right. I actually looked that one up. Fréjus. So fancy. Uh, It's a, a little town in France, and it killed about 400 people, including a man named André Capra. And he was engaged to Irene Jodard. You're really good at this, Cam. <laughs> Mostly I'm just having fun breaking out a ridiculous <laughs> French accent. You're welcome. Keep going. So the president of France happened to visit the town uh, to, to, you know, to meet the people and be like, I'm sorry about this horrible tragedy. And Irene approached the president and said that she desperately wanted to be allowed to marry her deceased fiancé, Andre. And the president was like, okay, um, let me let me think about it. And within a couple of months, he had this law drafted. It is, France is the only Western country that has a law that allows you to marry a dead, that, where you can legally marry a dead person. That is wild. So go France. <laughs> They're so free there. Um, and usually what they do is they'll they'll have a picture standing for the deceased. Um, people request, again, for, for emotional reasons to legitimize children. It can't be used for inheritance, though. Oh. But you can use it uh, for insurance and for pensions. And how many people have taken advantage of that? Well, again, there's they get about 100 requests a year. So this is still a current thing today. A current thing today. And they, st- in fact, I found, I, I didn't want to talk about every single case I found, but I was reading about some very contemporary cases of people. There was a woman whose um, fiance was killed in a drunk driving accident. And so a couple months later, she got married to him. 
and her her now her mother-in-law his mother was there and and thought it was lovely and they're very close now and they celebrate the their marriage and 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 what's interesting is i mean essentially is as soon as you're married you're now a widower or a widower so you're doing it really for I mean, I mean, for closure or just this is a thing I was, you know, I can't imagine how horrible it must be to lose someone you're engaged to who you actually love. Yeah. Um, so I, I think for some people, this might help them kind of feel like they've had some closure. I could see that. But I have a couple questions. Yeah. OK, so because, you know, logistics. So if you can't like inherit anything like Correct. someone's money. But Correct. for insurance purposes, I really am curious as to like what that looks like. Because if you get like life insurance, I don't. I believe, and the pension to me was the clue in. What I suspect that mostly applies for is if you're dealing with somebody who is in the military or armed services of some kind. Okay, you could then be eligible for their pension. And, and that comes back to also if you have a child. Right. So you're legitimizing the child and that it could help make you eligible for that. Interesting. I just could see so many people trying to take advantage of that, even though you can't get inheritance. Yeah. You have to get approved. And so people mm. will oftentimes, I mean, just because you apply doesn't mean you're going to get approved. So um, it's almost like I feel like the only other thing I could relate that to would be like people trying to get married for immigration purposes. It's it's not dissimilar, except I think if you're trying to get married strictly for immigration. Um, like you have to prove that you love each other. You have to prove you're in a relationship. You can't like. Arranged marriage is, is also a recognized thing. And, and I don't know. That's a, this is a whole other. I know. We're going to go down a rabbit hole. Political topic about <laughs> which we don't need to touch on today because that's not what we do here. No, that's not our topic. Our topic is love is dead. Love is dead. That's how I live my life. Except for cats, because cats are awesome. For, for Kim's life, the motto is, love is cats, slash and, and whiskey. whiskey. And, <laughs> because, and Slash horror. And wine. Slash wine. Really, anything in the booze department, we're doing good. <laughs> love is booze for love Kim. Love is booze! There you go. It's booze and it's booze. And it's boozeful. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, dad jokes begin. Get a little goofy. Uh, it happens. It happens. So, what else do you got? All right. So, in China, it's known as Ming Hun, uh, and it is afterlife marriage or ghost marriage. It can Ooh. be between. Yes. One well, and. and this is a, a very long-standing practice. Uh, it can be between two deceased people. Wait, what? How does yes. that? I'm, I'm, I have so many questions. Keep going. <laughs> so it can be between two deceased people because it was a rural folk custom. And I, I read a great article that ran in the New York Times that said the whole thing is rooted in ancestor worship. So the belief that you're continuing to live as well after your deceased your spirit lives on so if you die unmarried that means you'd be unmarried for all eternity which i'm sorry i gotta say that sounds awesome but kim not everybody's like you (laughs) he's gonna fight me for the afterlife netflix or the you know like hold on there's afterlife netflix there's gotta be (laughs) full stop what (laughs) I, i decided i've decreed it there's afterlife netflix 
Is it called dead flicks? <laughs> Necroflix. Necroflixing. Ew, that <laughs> sounds weird. I don't like that. And chill. That's what Carrie retreats. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Okay, we got to get back on track here. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, an unmarried life was considered incomplete. So, I don't know, who knows? Maybe you meet a nice dead person in the afterlife too. I feel like that you're you're cutting yourself off. Afterlife speed dating, that's awesome. I mean, awesome. that might be literally and figuratively. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but children as young as 12 could find themselves with an undead spouse. Wait, what? It was considered the parental duty, according to the article that was written by Jim Yardley. Now, so someone would die unmarried. The family would find someone else who died and marry them, bury their bodies together. So can I ask another stupid question? Of <laughs> when you're marrying two dead people... What does that look like exactly? Like, are they propped up? Do they have to, like, get them dressed up? Are they, like, supposed to wear a physical ring? Are they, like, decaying while they're wearing... They used effigies made of bamboo to stand in for the deceased. So they dressed up bamboo in wedding clothes. No. You know what an effigy is. (laughs) Gabby. You're just being silly now. I can't help it. This topic is very fun. It is ridiculous. Uh, so, but but this has become actually a problem because uh, there's been an uptick in corpse theft. Uh oh. Like even just the last couple years, cemeteries have been forced to either put up CCTV cameras or start putting like concrete slabs. Uh oh. On, on top of the graves. Wait, but there's does a- that have to do with? The marriages that are happening after death or just in general? No, the corpse stealing. Because the thing is, in order for it to be a marriage, they they marry them, but then they bury them together. That's a key component. So they have to be buried together. So if like in the process of marrying them, but they're still dead somewhere, their corpse might be stolen before they get buried together? No, 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 no. So they get stolen after they're buried together. So, okay, I died. I'm so uh, I'm dead. I'm sad. I'm unmarried. My nice family is like, oh no, she can't be unmarried in the afterlife. So they go dig up another freshly dead person who they hopefully checked out ahead of time to make sure that they were cool. Dig up that body and bury us together. This is not typically the practice, like oftentimes what the families do, especially in rural areas, is they find somebody else who died and they make an arrangement. But the bodies have to be buried together. So the issue is if I have a relative who died and I'm trying to find a corpse for them to be married to and I can't find one, I'm going to go steal a body. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I just had that aha moment. I was thinking way too literally. My bad. I, I was like, I'm not quite sure how you got where you got. That's okay. I, you know, the thing is, is I feel like if I have a question about it, someone who's listening might have a question about it. So that's, that's why I like to ask. So a non-dead person and a dead person can also be married. This would, I mean, similar to in, in France, sure. um, this could allow, though, mainly... A woman could marry a deceased man, adopt a child, and then the child would have his name to carry on a family line. Oh, I could see why they would want to do that. So this was actually really important for families, especially if there's only one child. 
You have one son. Son dies. A woman marries deceased son, adopts a child, and child carries on the name. And now the family's name is, is continued. That's so creative. Props to them for thinking of that. Props to them. Uh, there's also been some really similar cases in South Korea. Um, they're a little more hardcore, though. Okay, please tell me. I'm so excited. So it used to be customary to marry the soul of the fiancé. Unlike the French custom where you're like, I'm married, I'm widowed. This was like, you're married and you're married. Forever. You're married to their soul and their soul is still floating around somewhere. That's intense. It's intense. You had to take a vow to remain celibate the rest of your life. Damn, Gina. Uh. In the Republic of Sudan, there's also a tradition uh, of an engaged man's brother replacing him if he dies. And any children that he would go on to have with his now wife would be considered his brother's children. Okay, that's weird. That's very (laughs) incestuous. I don't know how I feel about that. But also the idea of marrying um, the spouse or fiancé of someone's brother is, is not that out of the ordinary. Or at least it didn't used to be. Henry VIII did it. His very first wife was his brother's widow. Wild. Yeah. Uh, it's called Laverett. Okay. If I'm saying it right, which I might not be, I apologize to all those fun people at home. But, uh, yeah, it, it was fairly common. So there you have it. There's a little brief history of some less than traditional types of marriage out there. Okay. Um Now, just because it is not legal to marry someone who is dead uh, anywhere else in the Western world, it doesn't mean people don't do it in a non-legal way. In fact, we found a few cases of this happening. And uh, Gabby, I'm I'm particularly excited to hear about yours because I I know roughly a little bit about it. And from what I recall, it's pretty nuts. So I can't express how excited I was to research this because I definitely read a post about it somewhere on Facebook. Someone had like posted it when it happened, I think in like 2018 or something. But so this is very recent. But this story is about a woman who was living is she's still alive. She's not dead. She's alive. alive. Um, A woman in Ireland who decided that she was going to marry a ghost pirate. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so excited to tell you the story because I didn't know details about it until I researched it. Wait, yes, what? I mean, like, 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 oh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that because, yes. So, okay, hold on. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding at all. Like, wait till I finish telling you this. Okay, so her name was, was, her name is Amanda Large Teague. T as in Mm. Tom, E-A-G-U-E which is her married name. She's currently 47 years old. Okay. She's from Drogheda, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly, but it's in <laughs> County Louth in Northern Ireland. Oh, say Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ireland. I'm Ireland. I can't do an accent. It's fine. <laughs> Ask me to do a Valley Girl accent. I got you. Anything else? No can do. All right. So she's from Ireland. And apparently the first time that she encountered this spirit slash her 
soulmate. But I'm bump. Eh? Eh? <laughs> um, <laughs> she was meditating. And apparently this ghost that came upon her was the ghost of a 300-year-old Haitian pirate from the 1700s <laughs> who was executed. Was she, wait, was she like dropping acid? When she was wait, meditating? just wait. I'll give you more details. Let me tell you okay. about who he was. <laughs> okay, so he was a 300-year-old Haitian pirate from the 1700s apparently who was executed for being a thief on the high seas uh a la pirate duh and arr. um arr. and his arr. name was um jack teague mm. jack k jack that's such a common pirate name but you know. it was a common name 300 years ago sure i don't know how common a haitian name that is i don't either and this is just you know the research that i did is is like newspaper articles that talked about her and referenced her in some research that they did and I'll cite it on our, our website but this is just what I found so take it with a grain of salt but we know that this she she claims to have married a ghost so the way that she met him was through meditating and um, apparently she thought it was really rude that he interrupted her meditating and so she tried to like brush him off and told him to leave she got lippy with the ghost she did she was like dude I'm busy go away <laughs> I don't have time for you. Um, and then he showed up again. And I guess because he was persistent, she's like, I'm going to marry him. Okay. So before she met her ghastly husband, she ghastly. was actually a Jack Sparrow impersonator. No, she was. I swear to God. And <laughs> she, she added like the name. Cosplay like cosplay? Or like... It makes me think of Hollywood Boulevard and all the bootleg impersonators uh, that hang out outside of the Chinese man theater and okay. look kind of like creepy and terrifying, but will take pictures of tourists. Like, that's what I think of when I think of this impersonator, because she legit would draw a mustache on or wear a fake mustache. She had like black dreads and would wear a red bandana. Like, she literally tried to look like Captain Jack Sparrow. And wow. she added the name Sparrow to her name. So she referred to herself as Amanda wow. Large Sparrow. Wait, Amanda is, Large Sparrow? Large Sparrow. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Because we're really five years old. That's why it's funny. Anyway, so she was actually an impersonator of pirates. So she already has like this pirate vibe in her brain, right? And that I think is interesting if you're going to think that a ghost was a pirate. But Apparently, she told the Washington Post that she started exploring spirituality and like meditation and all different types of ways of connecting with spirits because her three month old son, Thomas, died of sudden infant death syndrome in 2010, which is super sad. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, that's not funny. That's, that's not, not funny, funny at all. That's not, that's um, not something to make a joke about. No. And I think that. There has been speculation that she may have kind of gone off the deep end after that point in trying to connect with him. And that's how all of this kind of happened. Right? I, I could see how that would happen, though. Yeah. No, I could, too. And yeah. she, for a while, considered herself agnostic and then started pursuing New Age spiritualism. And in New Age spiritualism, it's kind of a gray area. So... Uh -huh. um, Apparently, communicating with dead people is very common with New Age spiritualities. There was an author of a book called Ancient Spirit Rising, Reclaiming Your Roots and Restoring Earth Community, written by Peggy 
Ayers, uh, she actually talked to the Washington Post and said that New Age practitioners consider themselves to have regular relationships with spirits. But there was like a but, which I thought was very funny. She like had a asterisk and said Teague's situation apparently is less common. And, you know, she couldn't be sure that if Teague genuinely thought that she was married to a ghost or if it was kind of like a figment of her imagination. So right. she yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like admitted that that would be kind of like weird if she manifested something. Correct. Yeah. So let me tell you about this marriage. So okay. she met her future spirit husband in 2015. And apparently, according to Newsweek, Teague said that uh, they would go to Dublin for romantic getaways, argue, have sex, just like any other couple. I have questions. I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. How exactly, right? At some point, isn't that just masturbation? I, You know, everyone can have opinions. Or a stiff breeze. <laughs> or, you know toys why not whatever works for you um we did have a haunted dildo i was gonna say maybe he like took over a vibrator and just Um, gave her the best time of her life you never know um there are lots of infinite options or opportunities for success in that realm (laughs) (laughs) oh god Anyway, so she officially married Jack Teague in July of 2016, which I think is interesting because I have two different sources that had two very different time periods, and this is like a recent thing. So one of them said July 2016, another source said January 2018. Could one have been engagement and one have been marriage? Well... I'll tell you the time period in a second. I I don't okay. I don't think the 2018 one is right. I think it's the 2016 one. But they got married on a boat in the Atlantic Ocean, but they were in international waters. So there wasn't like a specific line of where they were specifically in what county or what area, which makes things ambiguous. And as you said, there are only certain parts in the Western world that make marrying a dead person legal. Right. So... Overall, this is kind of a weird situation. So apparently it was officiated by a self-described Celtic shaman. His name was Patrick Eamon Carberry. And Carberry. Name of the week. Carberry. Carberry. Uh, but Love it. Yes. Amanda Teague said that he was a legal wedding officiant in Northern Ireland. And it says he's a self-described shaman. So, like, I don't know what really makes you a shaman, sir, or makes you have the ability to do this but it is what it is i mean well because it, it's not like the marriage would be legally recognized so exactly so that to begin right. with is an issue but apparently yeah. there was a second marriage too um, after the first one is when she added teague to her last name and during the marriage apparently a medium spoke for jack because he needs to give so consent. we have like a whoopee and ghost situation going I'm on i'm literally here. imagining the movie ghost with patrick swayze and whoopi goldberg and Demi Moore happening here, like all of them getting married on a boat and it's just, making pottery. Yes. I just imagine that happening and the weird ghosts that have very bad visuals like the movie does <laughs> popping out as like the witnesses. I don't know. Um, but 
what's really funny too is that apparently the uh, the paperwork was filed legally there was legal paperwork with northern ireland and uh winifred mcconnell another name for you uh, was a registrar in belfast and winnie said that uh a wedding on the atlantic ocean could not have even been registered in belfast because the marriage would have to be registered within the district where it took place and they weren't specifically in a district. So technically speaking, not so legal. However, because Teague now identified generally as a pagan at this point, but still felt drawn to some elements of Wicca, the unlikely couple also had a pagan quote unquote hand fasting wedding ceremony, Ah, uh, which is where two witches or a, or, you know, practitioners of Wicca wrapped cords around the, the couple's joined hands to symbolize the binding of the pair. Again, I have questions. How did you know where his hands were? You just, you, I mean, you just start reaching out and hoping you hit the hand. But isn't it really just her hands? Is she just marrying herself? Like, I mean, I will say I've had people on tours before uh, who have felt like some of the spirits in the underground have grabbed their hand. But could you wrap a rope around it? Not easily. (laughs) Good answer. So I love this quote. This quote is from the Irish Sun. It reported that an Irish woman has legally married the ghost of a 300-year-old pirate and says the sex is the best she's ever had. I I, kind of feel bad for anybody who she's had sex with before. We also like, don't know her sexual history, so can't I mean, speak to how that. How would you feel if you're like if you're like ex girlfriend? It's like, oh man, this ghost is the best sex I've ever had. It's just well, wah, 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 wah. she actually had like five kids, so oh. clearly she had sex multiple times because they existed. So there's so that. that's what I'm saying. That's a blow to the ego of all these other dudes. It's totally a blow to the ego of the other dudes. Having said that. Could you imagine if your mom was like, I'm going to go marry a ghost (laughs) and he's a pirate. What if your kid, what if that kid is like obsessed with the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and all of a sudden your mom is dressing like cross-dressing as a male pirate and then says she's going to marry a pirate ghost? I am my own ghost. Uh, It's, you know, there's a bit of an obsessive moment happening. So there's that. So a lot of people, I think, you know, understandably questioned Amanda Teague's sanity. She received a lot of criticism, understandably. Right? I kind of want to get this girl a therapist. Like, I'm not, just, I don't disagree. Like, she needs somebody to talk to. I mean, real That's or not, alive. she needs somebody to talk to. Alive, please. Mm. Not a, Yeah, don't, don't channel Sigmund Freud. No, no, no. And don't marry him either. Oh, no. Well, the here's the deal, okay? So... <laughs> She got defensive at one point, and she said, quote, if you believe in God or angels, if you believe in anything that's not of this earthly realm, then you believe in spirit, Teague said. So why would you find what happened to me beyond the realm of possibility? Uh, I, I don't mean, think she realized she was rhyming. Yeah. Probably. Props. Um, props. And props. <laughs> and, uh. Iyer is that other person that we were talking about earlier about spirituality. Right, um, yeah. She said, she, quote, she's hanging out with the guy all the time, and they decide to get married, and he's dead, and she's living. 
this is a new one. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then someone did their homework. Because this is when we talk about our evidence. 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 So David Heed, he was a professor at the University of Central Florida. I don't know how this guy got this job, but it sounds pretty cool. And his job is studying pirates. And our professor. Professor. <laughs> professor Heed. I love it. Professor Heed. Or maybe it's Heed. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I want to. Is it H E A D? Yeah, or it's Heed. David Head. Head. Professor. Oh, that's Anthony weird. Stewart Professor Head. Head. I don't know how yeah. I feel about that. Um, <laughs> anyway, he couldn't find any references to any pirate in the history of pirates with the name of Jack Teague. And in the 1700s, apparently uh, Haiti was a French colony called St. Um, Dominique. Mm-hmm. And Teague was a generally Irish name. Yes. So that doesn't make a ton of sense. No, it does not. Um, also, <laughs> fun fact, in Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow's father is named Edward Teague. Oh, really? So if she already knows Aww. a ton about Pirates of the Caribbean and is yeah. a self-proclaimed Jack Sparrow, she knows that his dad's name is Edward Teague in the movie, and maybe that's where she got that name from, right? Yeah. So that's something to think about. Um, and even though, apparently, I love this, even though uh, Amanda Teague admitted that she'd never seen what her ghoulish husband looked like, she <laughs> liked to think that he looked like Jack Sparrow, a la Johnny Depp. So it gets better. It keeps getting better. Oh, sweetie. So only two weeks after she married Jack, she started having really bad health problems. And of course she was like, it's him. He's doing it to me. He's the one causing all of my ailments. And yeah. apparently she had this like big fight with ghostly Jack Teague. And ghost, ghost pirate. he threatened that he would kill her if she tried to escape him. Oh, well, that's not cool. And so what does she do? She hires some people to help her do a quote-unquote soul extraction, which is basically an exorcism performed by a self-described shaman. I'm wondering if it was the same guy who married them. It probably was. See, but this is a good idea. This is how I should have gotten rid of my ex-husband. I know you're not wrong. <laughs> Would have been way more effective. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start exercising anyone who hangs out too long. Just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an exercise, living or dead. I don't even care. That I'm would be such a you. good threat. If you ever like have a dating app, you should be like, if you hang out too long, I'm gonna exercise you. Yes, that would be a really good like intro or one liner. Um, by the way, speaking of dating apps, apparently their romance oh, no. inspired a dating app, and guess what it was called. Ghost Grinder? I don't know. Shiver Me Tinders. Oh, no, no! <laughs> I don't know how real that was. I just found a note about that, and I thought that was the best thing in the world. So um, really, really great reference. Love that. So after she exercised him, she was just so affected, right? So she's like, I've divorced him. She like went and sought out reporters. People wrote articles about it. That's how we probably found out about her was when she was talking about divorcing her ghost 300-year-old pirate husband so 
And hey, I feel like there's some kind of booty pun that needs to be made. <laughs> oh shoot! I know, right? Like, because you've got you've got you've got multiple layers there. Because you've got booty, because booty, and you've got booty like my booty, my 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 treasure, and then you've got booty. <laughs> oh my god! It was a booty-full experience. Experience. <laughs> We'll think it's, it's that. reaching. It's reaching. That's for, for our listeners at home. If you have some kind of delightful booty pun about this situation, send it our way. Please, you know we love a good pun. So, yes. also, if you would like some literature to read, Ooh, I always love literature. You're not going to like this literature. Uh, yeah. This is literature written by Amanda Teague, and oh it's on Amazon. And oh, she has two books. Did she self-publish them? She sure did. And oh my oh, god. Funny. One of the pictures or one of the covers of the book is a, a portrait of her and her eyebrows are the wildest brows I have ever seen. So for those of you who don't know, I do makeup for a living. So I she criticize does. the crap out of people's makeup when I look at them and I don't even care if you know it. I will criticize your face. <laughs> and this face is beat, not in the good way, in the not so good way. But um, the book titles are A New Attitude and this other book is... She's considering it more of a fictional book, but clearly she wants it to be a non-fictional book. It's called A Life You Will Remember, and it's about a woman who meets Jack Sparrow, like who's a fictional the character. Jack Sparrow in uh-huh. Belfast. The, the fictional Jack Sparrow? Yeah, the fictional Jack Sparrow. So I'm wondering where like Disney came in and tried oh. to take the rights for that. But oh. um, apparently she meets him in Belfast after he time-traveled and got there and um this is fan fiction she's written fan fiction and it's published on amazon and you can read it yeah she's written 50 shades of gray 50 shades of booty r okay (laughs) so bad i can't um but i need to read you this quote because this is something that she wrote this is her summary of oh dear her perception Um, It's when she watched Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time in 2015. Full stop. 2015? Pirates of the Caribbean came out in 2003. Ma'am, how did it take you 12 years to see this movie? And then this movie took over your entire damn life. Okay? Weird. Anyway, here's that. I I try not to judge because she went through some stuff and that can mess you up. Fair, but that stuff happened after this movie came out this movie came out in 2003 stuff happened in 2010 she saw it in 2015 so i don't think that's an excuse i don't know i i she's having a mental break or something apparently when she saw the movie in 2015 her life transformed quote overturning her lifestyle completely she became an impersonator of captain jack sparrow but her self-discovery didn't end there amanda soon found that her life-shifting moment upon discovering jack sparrow was no coincidence he is not a fictional character at all but the spirit of a pirate from the 1700s trying to connect with her this is her story of love loss and a connection between two souls that defies the boundaries of time and logic through it amanda has found the true meaning of life end quote so what is the true meaning of life i'd love to know uh but uh, that is the story of amanda teague and her 300 year old pirate ex-husband ghost wow i oh dear and happy valentine's day Happy Valentine's Day, friends. But you have um, a story about another instance that's I, similar, right? 
I do. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Please tell me. Okay, so my person, who's also British, she's 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 from Bristol. Uh, These people I don't know need what, to see the sun. <laughs> we, we're one to talk. We I know we're hypocrites. Seattle. I take a vitamin D supplement that has to be prescribed to me because it's so strong because I don't see the sun. Yeah. Um, no, the the one I'm going to speaking be speaking of is a woman named Amethyst Realm. Oh, that name. Ooh, girl. <laughs> I, I, I is can't this decide a if given name or is this a name she gave herself? I was not able. I, I looked, tried to see if I could figure it out, and I was not able to figure it out. She's either the child of like some severe hippies, or she took this name on herself. Now, I actually found an interview, uh, and the uh, Bennett Kogan, who's the person who did the interview, I give him props. He he gave a very nice, in depth interview. Gave me a lot of info. Amethyst calls herself a spiritual guidance counselor. Oh my God, I love that. I mean, I feel like anyone who's worked with teenagers can kind of feel similarly, (laughs) but uh, she was 18, moved into a new home, and that was the first time she had a quote-unquote romantic relationship with a spirit. Were vibrators involved? Probably. (laughs) I got, you know, seriously starting to question all the sex these people are having and how bad this sex must be that the option of a ghost is that much better that makes me question the inner workings of their minds i I just question how bad the sex is anyway uh this was this was a quote she gave the british show itv this morning and she said it started as an energy then became physical there was pressure on my thighs oh. and breath oh. on my neck. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. I just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. You can feel it. Can you? Hold okay. on. How does that make yes. you feel safe? You can't see what's happening and something's <laughs> happening to you. That would not make me feel safe. That would, that would, that would not make me feel That's safe. That's like rapey. She said, you can feel it. It's difficult to explain. There was a weight and a weightlessness, a physical breath, and stroking, and the energy as well. Wow. Great descriptive words. Uh, I just come... Okay. I just... uh, I have so many questions, but also... (laughs) Anyway. Now, this I'm next, so excited to hear more. This, this next part. So she was living with a guy in this house. And and there were some kind of conflicting reports because I, I saw references to a fiancé and then references to a husband. Oh. So I think it was possible that she was engaged and then later got married to him. Um, While she's oh. having this affair with this guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so she's, she, she's, got like, she's got like an actual physical human breathing living man. Could you imagine how he felt? And <laughs> she cheated on him She's with a ghost. cheating on him with the dead dude. With a ghost. Oh, my God. Which, I mean, again, that's kind of a blow to the ego. Like, oh, man, I'm so sorry that she left you. Who'd she leave you for? I don't know, some dead guy? Some dead dude. <laughs> some dead Some dude. dead bro she can't even see. <laughs> she just feels his soft breath and touch so, on her thigh. And touch on her thighs. <laughs> uh, so they, they break off their whatever engagement marriage but she goes on to sleep with according to her 20 ghosts wait hold on where did these ghosts come from 
apparently she's like some kind of ghost. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you're a spiritual guidance counselor. Is there like, hold on. Spiritual (laughs) guidance, and that's like a sexual spiritual guidance counselor. I don't know. I don't know. This makes me want to go down a pretty funny rabbit hole. But basically what this makes me think of is she's got a Ouija board. (laughs) Ah. And she's having too much fun with the planchette. And while she's doing that, she's gathering all these ghosts. And that's how she got all of these ghost boyfriends. I don't know what kind of planchettes you've used on a Ouija board. (laughs) I'm questioning how one's going to have a whole lot of fun with that. I mean, I'm questioning how she got all these ghosts. Well, no, I like, I don't know, maybe there's an app. Is there like ghost Tinder? I mean, there's shiver me tinder <laughs> well see there you go shiver me tinder shiver me tinder um ghosties I, I don't know i'm also like i haven't had a whole lot of luck dating the living maybe there's something to this oh no kim don't start dating a ghost if the right ghost came along oh, no you guys this is gonna have to be an intervention if kim starts dating a ghost <laughs> we might have to have like an intervention episode i'm just saying i'm open <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I'm not going to close myself off from anything. Sasquatch. <laughs> Just want to cuddle with. You have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> she poops in the bathtub. It's better than a ghost, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, Sasquatch might do that, too. But anyway. <clears throat> so she was visiting Australia. And in her own words, I was walking through the bush <laughs> Sorry. No, I giggled too. I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature. I suddenly felt this incredible energy. Uh oh. A new lover had arrived. I love how she assumes it's a lover, like the second she feels an energy. Could you imagine that? Just it's like I feel something. It's a lover. Ooh. It makes me think of um Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> This almost feels like a parody. Like, if I hadn't watched some of these interviews myself, I'd almost think she was punking us. Oh, my God. Can we put some of them on our Instagram? Uh, probably. I, I can send I can send some to you. Oh, um, that'd be so both, great. When this all first came out, this was just within the last, like, two years. So there, this was all over for a while, and then there was nothing. So also, like, I don't know what she's doing on these walks. Where she's meeting not just lovers, but ghost lovers. Like, I go in the walk, I go in the woods, it's nice. I take a hike, I see a bird, whatever the end. Uh, Is she getting <sighs> consent from these ghosts? Or do you think she's, like, ghost rapey? How do you, how do you grow up a ghost? <laughs> Wait, that should be the secondary part, like, title of our episode. <laughs> Love is dead. Which... How do you grow up a ghost? <laughs> a manual. Um, <laughs> so anyways, he presses her and they have sex or whatever it's good enough that he gets on the plane with her to go back to the uk oh god he followed her home wait for it wait for it because they have sex on the airplane on the way back to the uk so she's she's just jerking herself after life club Oh, my God. The Mile High Afterlife Club? I can't. And she says that she says, orgasms I have with my ghost lover have been way more satisfying than any I've ever had with an ordinary man. 
Um, ordinary men, please take note. Do some work so that your women don't have to find ghosts to get them off. This is two now. This is two now we have who are saying that getting it on with ghosts is better than ordinary man. Is the clitoris really that hard to find? I think it might be. That should be our next episode. Oh, no. That's going to totally, like, go off the rails, like, rabbit hole topic. But the clitoris isn't a ghost. That's all I'm saying. It's right there. You can find it. It's actually physically there. It's not something you have to imagine. Okay. So (laughs) she's having, you know, lots of sex with her ghost lover whose name she does not know because names are not important. (laughs) Call him Ray. Ray? Where'd you get Ray from? I knew the picture that was taken. There was uh, a picture that was taken, and there was this, like, ray of light in it, and they thought it might be him, so they called him Ray. Oh, they gave them the name Ray. They gave him the name Ray. Yeah, oh, she I doesn't thought, know his name. I thought you came up with the name Ray. No, no, no. She actually refers to him as Ray. She gave him that name. Oh. Now, according to her, their relationship is not that dissimilar from that of, of having a living partner. Like, they go on dates, and she said... We don't really need to communicate in the same way than with a partner of this realm. It's much deeper and a lot more emotion-based and intimate. And I do have to say, having been on dates with, with men, Living. I'd buy that. Yeah, I'd Living. buy that. Living men, no, I'd buy that. That, you, that you're, you're getting better communication or like emotion-based with, with a ghost. Yeah, I'd buy that. <laughs> men can sometimes be dense. Sometimes. <clears throat> Let's not offend everybody that listens to our podcast. Listen, I, I adore men. I'm just I'm just saying I think I've dated some not so great ones. Fair. Same. Now in, in twenty eighteen they got engaged. Uh, according to her, wait, this is this is maybe my favorite quote of the whole evening. <laughs> oh no, she's laughing before she's even saying it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. There was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. <laughs> I can't even get through that. But for the first time, I heard him speak. I could hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. Did she get an EVP? (laughs) She should have. Opportunity. Uh, I this all this all reads like some kind of bad romance novel. I mean, and see, this is also where I feel like I've seen too many horror films because I'm like, you suddenly heard somebody's voice talking to you. Did you check the walls? Is there someone living in them? Is there I'm someone saying, in the vents? <laughs> like, there's been multiple horror films where this has happened. All I think of is, like, the X-Files episode where there's a dude that comes in by, like, melting his body and, like, dripping through the vents and going from room to room without opening doors. Remember that episode? That was creepy. Right? Like, eating people's livers or something? Yeah. Okay, so their plan was to do a pagan ceremony. And she was specifically calling it a soul-binding ceremony. Oh, her too. Okay. And, okay, so this is actually kind of adorable. I'm going to quote you on that. They got engaged in uh, these caves called their England's, I think it's pronounced Wookie, but I keep saying Wookie. Wookie? Like Chewy? W-O-E-Y. I think it's funny if it's Wookie. If it's Wookie, Wookie, Wookie. Wookie. I like Wookie. But they're like, they're like hella haunted. This is actually a place we should look at to for an episode i'm like we should go i want to go let's we go. Can go there as well maybe i'll meet my future ghost husband maybe you'll get proposed to there 
<laughs> Maybe I'll accept. But so they're at these caves. They get engaged, and there's a resort there. The resort there had offered to host her wedding. What? I mean, it's good PR. Like, this was in a period of time where this was all over the news. So I think they were just like, yeah, we'll totally host your wedding. Like, any news is good news kind of thing? Yeah. And I mean, I I feel like I have to, to say, like, I joke. Uh, I, I am, you know, I'm Scully. It's my job. I'm Scully. Yes, you are. I watch her in interviews. I mean, you can even see in these quotes. They're a little silly, but, like, she's well-spoken. She's very self-aware that people are going to think she sounds bonkers, and she kind of doesn't care. More power nothing, to her. I mean, I respect that. I respect that because I, I, I don't know, man. Who am I to judge? <laughs> so True, said, but you never tried to marry a ghost, so there's that. Well, she said, okay, but 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 it's not just her because she said she's had people reaching out to her asking if Ray had friends, like dead friends. Kim. So, yeah. Kim. I'm not one of them. Okay, I just want to make sure you didn't reach out to her to ask him if he had any dead <laughs> friends. Find her email address. Okay, no, I'm, I'm not one of them. I just but know she... that you like to reach out to people. I do. So, it wouldn't surprise me if you were like, hey, yo, girl, you got any, uh, any ghosted friends for me? This is not like the time I got a letter from BTK. <laughs> Kim legit got a letter from BTK, guys. That's Sorry to perfect. sidebar, but like she wrote him and he wrote her back and the writing in it is bonkers. It's for another episode. So she's talking about writing a book. I mean, like a dating manual kind of book, like how to seduce a spirit, how to, how to date a ghost, which again, full disclosure, I'd read that. I would totally I'd buy read- that. I would keep that on my like, coffee table and wait for people to say something to me about it when they would come over it gets better though oh god tell me so uh i've not been able to confirm that they actually got married um all of the interviews the last interview i saw with her was from 2018 and she talked about getting married the following summer but i have not been able to find anything to confirm or deny her marriage and i did some pretty deep digging but before she got married, she'd said in multiple interviews that she's already thinking about babies. Ghost babies? Hold on. Ghost babies. Like, I know we said that joking. No. Ghost babies. How does and that happen? What, so she said, I've done a bit of research into phantom pregnancies. Oh, no. There's a possibility that it is a ghost in you, but people don't know how to carry it to full term. Because it's a fucking ghost. Well, and and so psychotherapist Tina, I am going to, I apologize for how much I'm going to butcher your last name. Radzisikus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't, Gabby. Say it. Just do it. Radzisikus. That's not how you say it, but. Sure. Anyway, we'll, we'll put it in the notes so you can look her up because I am absolutely butchering her name and I'm, I'm, I feel really horrible about that. Um, she thinks that realm is confusing ghost sex with a hallucination that happens in that weird realm between wakefulness and sleep. And she gave this quote to the, the mirror. Such hallucinations can be extremely vivid and bizarre and can include tactile, visual, and auditory. Stress, anxiety, depression, and trauma can make people more prone to this form of hallucination. I actually read something about that too, but just didn't include it. So like, that's really interesting that you found that. And I'm wondering if all the people that were reaching out 
about things that have happened similarly to that also have some form of trauma that they went through in their life and that they're manifesting this spiritual connection with the person because it's a trauma-based reaction. Right. And it's also why, I mean, like, yes, we have made a lot of jokes this episode, but it's why I don't, I don't want to feel like we're making fun of them because hallucination or not, it's very real for them. For sure. However, I do have to give a fun side note. Oh, (laughs) no. No, so Amethyst Realm, she bears a passing resemblance to Blake Lively. Oh, my God, really? Like, people have noted that. We'll we'll post a picture of her on our Instagram. But Ryan Reynolds, who was married to Blake Lively, actually had some fun with it. Oh, no. uh, So, apparently, he responded to one of the articles about her having, you know, she slept with 20 ghosts with a tweet this is how I find out. <laughs> and I, I just really enjoyed that. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds. He's so great. Of all people to respond to anything having to do with anything of that nature, like for it to relate to him and for him to respond that way is just like beautiful. <laughs> no, I, that was the icing on the cake of, of all of this. So <sighs> there you have it. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. I hope you had a good giggle. Hope you, you had know? a giggle. We have fun researching. I will say we have to research a lot of, I mean, I'm I'm currently researching the um, Amityville, both the, the murders as well as the, uh, the, the DeFeo murder, as well as the haunting to do a double episode in the future. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But I, I have to say we go down some pretty deep, dark rabbit holes. And this was genuinely a pleasure to research. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was I, not. I mean, I, I enjoy my deep, dark rabbit holes. Don't get me wrong. It's where I live most of the days. But it was fun to do something that was a little bit different. I was I was all up in the City of Geek chat. I, I uh, write for a website called City of Geek as well as, as have another podcast. If you're feeling nerdy, check it out. Um, and I just kept typing over to them. I was like. I'm researching about people marrying ghosts and it's interesting and funny and y'all should listen because it's cool. It's basically how people resort to getting married when you can't find a living person that fits the bill. I mean, I get it. (laughs) But having Uh, said that, I really had fun with this episode, Kim. I'm glad we did this topic. This this really was fun and and it's kind of nice to break up some of our uh, yeah, more serious, more like dark and like, you know, everything's dark for us, but give, for you, us. give you a little bit more of a giggle moment, a little bit yeah. more of a, a, a hee hee, tee hee moment. Um, and for those of you that prefer the dark, don't worry, we'll get back to the yeah. dark very fast. Literally like just blink and another episode, episode will be out yeah. and it'll be fantastic. Uh, but I wanted to really quickly... Uh, thank the couple people that gave us reviews recently, Crow of the Wood and ABP Finance <laughs> on um, Apple Podcasts. Both gave us uh, little written reviews and five-star ratings. So thank you so much. You guys, we have five out of five, five stars out of all of our ratings. So very excited. Thank you. Oh, can I give a shout out to to be in Australia? Thank you for listening. Yes. If you're curious about seeing pictures of you know the things we talk about in all of our episodes check out our instagram it's ghoulish tendencies podcast at instagram you can also message us on there we'll respond Mm -hmm. and uh, it actually features a picture of 
the amazing new mug that Kim just got me. And Yay. she got herself on It's a Ghoulish Tendencies mug. And it's got our picture. It does. It's got our logo on it. It's the little cute pictures of, you know, me and Kim as little ghosties. Yeah, it's real cute. And if you're curious about how maybe you could get a mug at some point in time, Kim, what do we have? We have finally a Patreon. Yay! So you can find it on patreon.com, uh, Ghoulish Tendencies. And we have a couple little awards available for people who are looking to uh, support us each month for as low as $2 a month or just make a one-time custom pledge. And we're still building up our, our rewards a little bit, but we've got uh, we've got a couple of things up there right now and uh, are actually currently looking forward to our very first patron. Yeah. And you know, it's extra exciting. So I just got back from New Orleans um, a week and a half. I don't even know time anymore. I was very sick when I got back from New Orleans and was basically bedridden for 10 days. But when I was there, I went back to that place that I talk about at the Rampart Street house um, because a Bloody Mary has postcards. And if you know how much we hate orbs... (laughs) And dislike the fact that people think that pictures are ghosts that are orbs because it's usually dust, flies, light flare, what what have you, fill in the blank. I bought four uh, postcards from Bloody Mary's shop and they're of quote unquote ghost pictures that she's taken. Um, So for those of you that like our sarcastic and awful humor um, and would like a cool postcard, Patreon is the way to go. And that's how you'll get one. So Mm -hmm. just FYI, that's one of the prizes that we're putting in our little treasure chest of goodies to pull from for Patreon. Eventually we'll have mugs. Eventually we'll have stickers. So we have some really great ideas, but we want to make sure we have patrons or patrons. Patrons patrons and and money to purchase these cool things. So you can have cool fun (laughs) things. So help us help you. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we have that up our sleeves. You can also visit our website. It's ghoulishtendencies.com. All of our episodes are on there as well as little visual, little links to all of our social media and Uh all of our references and show notes. We also have uh, Twitter. So if you would like to tweet at us, it is Ghoulish Podcast. Uh If you would like to send us an email, if you want to tell us a ghost story, we'd love to read it on another future episode. You can email us at Gabby, G-A-B-I, at ghoulishtendencies.com. You can message it to us on Instagram, whatever is easier for you guys. Go to Apple Uh Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, go to Spotify and, you know, subscribe, rate, review. We really appreciate it. And our Facebook page is also Ghoulish Tendencies Podcast. Yes. So we're also on there if you want to say hi. That's all of our social medias. Having said that, thank you for listening. And uh, stay spooky. spooky.